Welcome to Steps Forward with Ricky, a weekly walking podcast designed to help you take steps forward in your life and your day. Oh, hello. Happy Monday to you all. Welcome to Steps Forward with Ricky. I'm Ricky, your host. I was just thinking, okay, first of all, before I go into what I was thinking, as always, a reminder, this is a walking podcast, so you must be walking. And just to to explain why the walking is so important is that when you move your body, you move the energy, you move your emotions, you move your mood. And so getting outside or walking on the treadmill or wherever it is that you're walking or you're putting one foot in front of the other, you're not just going for a walk, you're moving the energy in your body, you're getting your brain moving, you're taking your emotions and instead of them sitting in one place in your body or your brain, you're moving them around. So there really is something to this idea of walking as you're listening. Just walking in general is such a big part of my life. I mean, taking steps forward, going on walks, walking away from weed. I mean, I literally should be advertising for Fitbit because walking is such a big part of my life. But I will tell you right now, it's really been a big part of my of my journey. It's helped me navigate through a lot of shit in my life and especially, especially walking away from weed. So when I tell you to walk, it's not for no reason. There's a bunch of science behind the power of movement, the power of walking, and it's really good for you. So get your shoes on, put your jacket on wherever you are, and let's get moving. Okay. Second of all, obviously I'm excited to be here. I'm always excited to be here with you guys. And I must say, before I go into all the things I'm going to go into, I am so grateful and excited because I had an idea to start a podcast. I didn't tell anybody. I don't even know that I knew what I was going to do it on or how it was going to work or if it was going to work, but I had a feeling. And I started my podcast in August and life was pretty rough. I started it because I needed to take some steps forward. I started it because I wanted a place of self-expression. I started it because I didn't want to have to be filtered or think about monetizing something or just all the pressure, right, that comes with just being you or being who you're supposed to be or who they want you to be. I just needed a place to be myself, to express myself. And in the process of expressing myself, maybe I would help people take steps forward in their life and their day. And a lot of stuff has happened since I've started that podcast. I mean, I've had a lot of hard things happen. You know, my weed addiction, my relationship, two-year relationship ending with the person that I spent a lot of time with and that I loved very much. And the podcast for me became this metaphor. It was already this metaphor, but it it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks the other day. I was like, wow. It's like sometimes your higher self knows more than you do. It knows what's coming and it it sets you up for a situation. Like I believe the universe knew that all of these things were going to happen and that I needed a space. I was going to have to take steps forward in my life and I needed a space to hold me accountable so I could do that. And now look at this. Look how incredible this is. Something I started randomly, had no idea what was going to happen. And now 
We're globally ranked. We've got amazing community. We're building such an amazing community. You guys are amazing. And I'm so grateful. So I won't do that every podcast. I know that's like annoying and you don't, that's not why you're listening to this. But I do want to say I'm grateful. And the whole idea behind that was like you have to believe in yourself. And you have to believe that your ideas are important and that, that you might not know every single detail, but you'll figure it out. And sometimes just taking the first step is how you figure it out. So that's that. Also, we're going to talk about a few different things today, but I wanted to say something really quickly. And this is sort of on the topic of what we're going to talk about. I want to talk about just, you know, how we really can change our stories in our lives. We can take steps forward. We can overcome our addictions. We can walk away from weed. We can have a better relationship with food and with ourselves. And even when we're doing all of that, we still might have a little part of that story that stays with us. doesn't control us, but it's something to be mindful of. And I think addiction is very much like that. Like they say once an addict, you're always an addict. I don't know that I 100% believe that, but I do believe that when there is a pain or a struggle or a story that you have, you can heal it 100%. Like if you're walking away from weed, you can stay away from weed. But you might have cravings. You might think about it when you're sad. That feeling of wanting to smoke might come back or that feeling of wanting to be destructive might come back. And that's okay. You can have a feeling without taking an action on the feeling. And you can have an old story come back without making it your whole chapter. I'll give you an example. The other day I put up a post on Instagram about how I was 130 days clean from marijuana. Woo, go me, go me, woo. (laughs) Wherever you're at in your journey, go you. And if you haven't started your journey, that's okay. You will when you're ready. Anyways, this person wrote this comment about how like my face looked different. Like my skin and my eyes and my face looked different. And if you're new here, I had a really bad eating disorder for, I don't know, my whole life. Literally since I was 13 years old until I was like 24, 25, 33. (laughs) Just kidding. No, but seriously, I really had a bad eating disorder, horrible relationship with food my whole life, practically. Even though I was a life coach and I coached hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people to break the weight emotionally, physically, and mentally in their life, I always had a really bad eating disorder. And over the last five years, I've really, really, really transformed my whole relationship, my body and food. And like, I feel great. I eat whatever I want. It's not even a thing in my life anymore. However, When this person wrote that comment, she says something about my face, like looking different. My brain automatically went to, she thinks I'm fat. And I wanted to share that because it was so interesting. I caught myself and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You are so good, Ricky. Like you're thriving. You've changed so many stories in your life. You've stopped getting high, the thing you never thought you could stop. You've changed your relationship with food. You've been traveling around the world the last few months. Like, whoa, did we just have like a reaction to a comment about your face that we don't even know what she's even saying? And it was a good reminder because I did react to it because I always will be a little sensitive to that. I know she's not what she was talking about, but it's where my brain went. Just like maybe your brain goes to a craving or your brain goes to an old pattern or an old story or your brain goes to that time that you got super high and you're like, damn, I kind of missed that. I think that's okay. I don't think we're like 
trying to be these perfect healed people that don't have issues. I think we're just trying to be human beings that can get through them. And I've accepted about myself that I'll always be concerned about what my body looks like and what it feels like. It doesn't mean I don't eat whatever I want. I absolutely do. I take care of myself, but I don't restrict myself 100%. But I'll always care what I look like. I'm not really sure why. I don't think it's a sense of control. I think that there is just a part of me that really feels really good. I like to wear certain clothes. I like to feel a certain way. And, and, and vanity or not, it doesn't really matter. It's just, it's just sort of part of my story. And so when she said that, my brain went to this old story, this destructive story. And at first I was like, wait a minute. I was kind of mad at myself. Like, come on, Ricky, are you serious? And then I literally looked in the mirror, like looking at my body, like a total crazy person. And then I paused and I looked at myself in the mirror and took my eyes off my body and I put my eyes on my face and I said, Ricky, look where you are. Like, look how far you've come. It's okay for a small story or an old belief to sneak its way back in. You don't have to keep it here for that long. Just like a craving, right? Just like a craving to get high. Just like that feeling when you see an ex. Just like wanting to eat everything in your kitchen for that brief moment. It's just a moment. It's just a story. It's just a craving. It's just an impulse. And it passes. And the problem is when we don't let it pass, when we marinate in it, when we sit in it, when we, when we play the story over and over and, oh, I'm fat, my face, I'm fat, my face, I want to get high, I want to do this, my ex, it's like, it's like over and over and over and over again. And that's when the story becomes another chapter. So maybe it's not so much about getting rid of all of the stories and all of the patterns and every thinking positively every five seconds, like I'm good on that. But it is about moving forward from them faster. If you fall off track and you get high, get back on. If you text your ex and you really shouldn't have, okay, forgive yourself and move forward. If you eat your whole kitchen, don't do it tomorrow. If you find yourself having a thought over and over again, an old story, even though you think you've healed that, say to yourself, that's okay. This makes sense. I'm going to keep moving. Your past does not dictate your present, and your present doesn't need to dictate your future, but only if you change your, change your present. And you have to do that by changing your thoughts. Your thoughts really control all your actions. Let's think about it. I'm sitting in a room right now. This is like a false situation. A false? Like, what's the word? Um, oh, God damn it, I forgot. Also, how good am I doing not swearing? Just saying. Also, someone so messaged me today, like, they're like, I love when you swear. I was like, oh, this is, I'm getting mixed signals. Anyways, it's like you're sitting there and, you know, you have this thought and it's like, I want to smoke. Let's just use smoking as an example. I want to get high. I think you have this thought and then, and then we, we feel so bad about the thought. We're like, God damn it. Or we're like, okay, I want to get high. So let me just do it really quick. So I have this thing. Your first thought is not your final thought. Neither is your second thought. I like to go by the third or the fourth thought of like, okay, that's not a, the first thought was like the impulse. The second thought was like, hey, Ricky, is that really your first, is that really what you want? The third thought is like, nope, you don't. Or nope, that story isn't working for you. 
So people think it's like they have their first thought and their, their second thought, and that's how they should base decisions, and, and that's how they should live their life. And it's absolutely not true because we have so much bullshit in our subconscious that controls us that if you follow your first thought, if you even follow your second thought, you might end up doing something you don't want to do. And I'm not talking about intuition here. These are different conversations. I'm talking about when you're hiking up a mountain and it's getting really hard and you want to stop. First thought, want to stop. Second thought, let's turn around. Third thought, let's keep going. First thought, I want to get high. Second thought, I don't know, do I want to get high? I'm kind of feeling anxious. Third thought, nope, you don't. You don't have to suppress your thoughts. You just have to understand them and you have to master them in the sense of mastering a thought isn't like I think positive all day. It's saying, ooh, that thought in my head is negative. I'm going to take a step back and look at it from a different perspective as if I'm not even the person thinking about it. Like that's just a thought on its own. And I'm going to look at that and I'm going to say, okay, okay, thought. Do you need to become an action? Or are you just a thought? Are you a first thought? Are you a, th- are you a second thought? Because I'm going to take what happens now. I'm going to create the third thought. And I just thought it was interesting that I, after so much work I've done on my on myself, that I was so triggered by that comment. And I thought, you know what? That's okay. I'm okay with that. I've come so far. You've come so far. You will come so far. And you'll always have these moments of cravings or impulses to, to smoke or to, to do whatever you don't or shouldn't do, to call that person, to be impulsive and every day you'll work harder at changing this story and then you might have a day where you fall off track with it and it's okay. It's really okay. I've learned so much about myself in the last four months, 130 days since walking away from weed. I've learned how powerful I am. I've learned that cravings don't just go away because you stop something. I've learned that you have to literally speak to yourself. You have to tell yourself every day that you're great and you're good and you're great and you're good. I mean, literally the first six weeks after I stopped smoking, I would look myself in the mirror. I I shit you not. And I would say, Ricky, you can change your story. (laughs) Like if you see me right now, if you're watching me in this video, like I literally would be like, Ricky, you can change your story. You can change your story. You are the author. I would say that to myself every single morning. I did not believe it at first. I was like, you got this. You are the author. You're good. You're going to change the story. You're powerful. I didn't believe it. I just said it. Just like when I stopped smoking, I didn't know that I actually could do it. I just did it. I I didn't really think I got this. I was like, I'm going to keep doing this until I can't do this. But every single day that passed, I was like, damn, I did it. That's awesome. Sometimes we just need evidence that we can do something to keep doing it. I know that if you're listening to this and you've tried to change a habit in your life or a pattern or you're trying to walk away from weed and maybe you were good for a week and you got fell off track or maybe you've tried a million different times and you're like, I don't know. I haven't done it yet. So how the hell am I going to do it? Trust me. You 100% can do it. I have no doubt in my mind. I'll... I'll never stop letting you know that I never thought that I could do it. I'm 130 days free. Not just of weed, of pain, of trauma. 
of old stories that sometimes come back, but I don't keep them around for that long anymore. I've taken steps forward. I am so, I'm, it makes me like choke up a little bit. What's been going on the last month? How beautiful this community is. How beautiful all these people are messaging me day five, day six, day 10. Like I can't even freaking believe it. I took my pain and turned it into a purpose and now it's a movement. We're moving, we're walking. You're listening to this right now and, and maybe you're one of those people that are just like, yes, that's me. I have quit. I have walked away. I found this podcast, this TikTok, whatever it is. I am so excited for you. You got to get to the other side. They say this thing in, I think it's in AA. I'm not like super, um, I know the 12 steps, but I'm not like very, I'm not going to say educated. I'm just, I'm, I don't like study the 12 steps and things like that. But I do remember my best friend is an addiction counselor. And she said to me, like, most people give up before they get to the other side and I was like what do you mean she was like they're off they feel good they're not smoking they're not doing whatever the thing is they're addicted to they're sober from that thing and they're going and they're going and going and maybe it's three months in and then four months in and then they get this itch and they scratch it but what they don't realize is that on the other side of the itch is freedom so most people give up before they get to the other side And when she said that to me, I was like, damn, that's so, so valuable. Because it's so true, right? With anything in your life, you you make a change or you want to make a change. It's hard at first. And maybe you're starting a business or whatever it is that you're doing and you're trying and you're taking these little steps and nothing is happening and nothing is happening and nothing is happening. Maybe little things are happening. And then you're like, well, maybe I should give up. But then boom, you get that promotion. You vi- a video goes viral. You meet a guy, a girl. You start to lose the weight. I mean, it starts to happen. The progress starts to happen. But but if you had given up, it would you you wouldn't have stuck around long enough to see it. I didn't stop smoking and feel good right away. I honestly felt like shit for five six weeks. I my I it was so crazy. I like couldn't think straight. I was forgetting everything. I had a lot of anxiety. A lot of anxiety. My brain, I felt like my brain was moving a mile a minute. I was like, I don't even know what's happening. I couldn't remember to call people. It was really crazy. I felt crazy. But I realized it was my brain like reprogramming and processing trauma. But if I had given up and I had smoked, I would have to start all over again. And I would tell myself like, get to the other side, get to the other side. And I think I'm on the other side, which doesn't mean that sometimes I won't be on the other other side, but I'm never going to go back to where I was fuck no you know what I only swore once so I'm okay with that I'm not going back zero chance that's a zero for me only going forward which doesn't mean I'm not gonna have bad days or have plenty of things I gotta work on but I'm never ever ever gonna go back to the thing that really kept me standing still You can kind of hear in my voice how angry it makes me. You know, anger is a really good thing sometimes. It keeps us moving forward, helps us stand up for ourselves. A little bit of anger is not so bad. You should be angry at marijuana. If that's the thing that's controlling you and you want out, you better get some anger at it. It is not your friend. 
Whatever it is in your life, get a little angry. Stand up for yourself. Take control of your life. Whatever the thing is, the person, the place, whatever it is, that's not controlling. That doesn't that's that should not be controlling you. You control your life. Anger is really healthy when it's used correctly. It actually has helped me a lot with this process. I get sometimes I, I look at marijuana or something and I'm like, you you're like I hate you. I literally hate you. And I look at myself and I'm like, I love you. I love you so much, Ricky. And I hate you. Pot, marijuana, weed, whatever. Switch it. Right now you're like, I love you, marijuana. I love you, food. I love your relationship that I'm not really happy. And I love you, job that I hate. I love you, couch that I shouldn't be on because I should be at the gym. No. You should love you. And when you love you, the other stuff, you'll realize you're like, mm, I actually hate you, couch. I Shitty food that makes me feel shitty, not into you either. Marijuana, you're really not my friend. Be your best friend. Be your own best friend. And look how much your life will change. This episode was like all over the place, but if you know, if you know me by now, I'm a little all over the place, so there you go. Anyways, guys, I hope you had a great walk. Drink water. Reach out to me. DM me. Oh, oh my God, I almost forgot. I'm literally, what? I'm losing my mind. I'm in the process. I'm so excited. I'm creating a walk away from weed program, live coaching program, you and me, baby, and an accountability group. We're in this. We're doing this. So I'll give you more details. It's going to be coming out soon. And, um... Yeah, reach out to me. Like, I love to know your progress. I want to know what day you're on. I want to know where you're at. I want you to know that I'm so grateful for you, for all of your stories and your comments and your support and your listens. And I, please let me be an inspiration to you that you that that although I am only, no, hold on, let's start over. Let me be an inspiration to you that because I might be one or two steps ahead that you're not that far behind. I swear on my whole life. I love you. Go drink water. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts if you want. Please, please, please. And um, yeah, I'll see you next Monday. I always feel so good after I podcast. Here's just, I'm going to leave you with this. The thing that you don't want to do that you should do, you should do. Because it feels really freaking good. All right, this is done. Love you. Goodbye.